After a two-week hiatus, we are finally back. This is us after show. We have a lot to talk about, obviously. We're carrying over from part one into part two, all about Nikki. We're talking sequin fight and all of the Pearson history, so stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz We changed it up a little bit on you guys. <laughs> we can't really dance to this, but I love it just the same. We have our AfterBuzz opening music. Thanks so much for joining us. We're so glad to be back. This has been a long two weeks without you, ladies. Yes, it has been a long two weeks. Well, I've seen, well, yeah, I've, I've seen you a lot. I haven't seen you much, Lena. I missed you like the desert misses the rain. Oh, I think that that's sweet. I think that that's right. Yeah, that's that's a compliment. Hashtag sarcasm. That's like Sade. You know what? I missed you a lot. I love you. And we missed everybody at home. We missed missed everybody at home. And we missed missed the Pearsons a lot. Because I feel, and I don't know about you guys, Mm -hmm. we had a lot hanging from episode one, like part one. Yes. Episode 11 for Mm -hmm. this season three. And then we had a two week hiatus that wasn't supposed to be two weeks. It was only supposed to be one week. So I apologize to all of you guys. Um, But we're glad to be back. Yes. We have a lot to pick up on. But this episode really wasn't a topic heavy episode. It was very like streamlined. We just had two kind of storylines to fill in. What did you guys think overall about the whole season? But by the way, sorry, I'm Candace Cruz and we got I'm Lena Nori. Hey guys, I'm Paris Rose. (laughs) So sorry. If you guys have not watched us before, you clearly don't know who we are. So there you go. But what did you guys think about the overall episode? I'm not going to lie, it was kind of refreshing. At first, I'm thinking, you know, a lot of times we expect so much to go on. Mm-hmm. We always want drama and tears. It's kind of refreshing to not have drama and tears, to just have a good episode that's going to kind of connect us to a next storyline for next week, which is moving into Beth, which I'm super excited about. But yeah, it was good. I feel like it was a good paced episode. I agree. I pretty much agree. You took the words out of my mouth and said it way better than I would have said it. Um, but I also appreciated the fact that they made it very realistic. I want, I wanted Nikki to just join the family. And, I did too. And it's just be one happy, cute story that I cried about. But this was more realistic. Um, according to how the story played out and how Nikki, who Nikki became, this is the best way to show the future Nikki. So I appreciated it, appreciated it although I was bummed. You know, I'm. I mean, for me, I agree with both of what you said. Like, it seemed more realistic. I feel like, as much as I love this, is a sometimes they are kind of pushing the envelope a little too much to where they really want to have like the heartbreak and the crying and the listen, drama. Listen, at least no one has come back from being dead. At least as far as we know, because like soap operas, you know, there's always yeah. drama. Wait, uh, did you watch episode eleven? Nikki kind of did come back from it. Well, he never really died. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, drama five, like, soap operas. Oh, okay, yeah. No one, like, died and then came back to life. No. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I did like this. It felt more realistic. I did, too. It Mm -hmm. felt more Mm life-based. Not always are people going to see exactly what you want them to see of you. Your perception of yourself or your family or your immediate family are not always what's perceived by the rest of the world. As we saw like Nikki and Rebecca's conversation. And then obviously we all have different perceptions of what our childhood were. Oh yeah. Especially when you, you have siblings, like we see the exact same event that we both lived in very different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we saw with Randall and Kate. It reminded me of that movie. It was called Vantage Point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where it shows like the same incident. There was like a bombing like in the middle of some center. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was showing it from every... Five or seven. I think it was 
seven. Seven different vantage points. Yeah. Of the same occurrence. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't know how many. I was saying at some center, it was like some public place. Yeah. And I always thought that movie was so interesting because everybody's perspective completely changed the whole breakdown of the movie. So when we were watching um, Randall and Kate go back in time, Kate's perspective, she's always kind of been that girl that like puts her father on a pedestal mm-hmm. and always has like the best, most refreshing, yeah. loving memories where Randall, I feel like, has always kind of been the realist. And he's like, well, do you not remember all the other stuff that happened? Yeah. So that was, it's it's good to not only see two different people's perspectives because it makes us realize that we're human and people see different things. And number two is it kind of tells a lot about their personalities towards their father mm. and in general. Well, before we go into the sequin fight and all of that, let's talk about Nikki first yeah. and cover everything because I feel like he was the overarching theme of the whole episode of, you know, they they got him out. They caught him with the gun on the table, drunk and a mess in his trailer. And they obviously caught him at the exact right moment. Thank God. Right. Right. And um, Kevin's like, we're going to take you to a hotel and put you up in a hotel. Nikki does not seem too happy about being put up in a hotel. I'm like, if someone wants to put me up in a hotel, sure. Like, I got room service. I really like the Pringles. (laughs) Yes, Randall always with the comedic humor. It was so great. I mean, Pringles are pretty great. I think Nikki's just really proud. Like, he didn't want to get someone else's help. See, I yeah. thought this whole time that Nikki wasn't being receptive because he was too proud or that he just was in this bubble in this trailer for over 20 years by himself, so this is so different. But the end when I heard him say, it's just too painful, I thought, yeah, it has to be. As much as it's a shock to them that he's alive, it's a shock to him. One, his brother died and really will never be able to, they'll never be able to, um, what is that word? Reconcile. Reconcile is exactly the word. Yes. Um, they'll never be able to reconcile, which is one thing. Then he actually meets his wife, meets his kids, and all at one time, and it's just, it's it's painful also because it's like, wow, my brother hated me this much, he didn't even want me a part of his life. He had a whole life. And so I never thought about that perspective. And I mean, granted, like, Rebecca did put it in a good perspective when she was talking to him, and we can talk more about their conversation in a minute, but she did make a good point. She was like, he was newly sober, and I would... I believe that if he would have been around longer, that it would have been reconciled. Time always heals wounds. Yeah. Um, or majority of the time heals wounds. I'd say like 80% of the time. But for me, it was just not even that, but like you, you were hoping the only hope keeping you alive was being able to say, I'm sorry to your brother and yeah. say it was an accident. And he already knew about this family. Rebecca and them weren't a shock to him. He knew they existed. Yeah. Like, this wasn't news. I think the biggest news for him was that his brother was gone. And then seeing them in that new light of, like, oh, crap. Like, he's not coming back. Then you're starting to see the resemblance of, like, Jack and his wife and everything else. Rather than, like, magically knowing that they existed. Well, he also has PTSD, as we know. Uh, I'm sure. Just kind of from his behavior, he also probably has anxiety. has been overthinking and replaying the episodes in Vietnam, the episodes with his brother. And he's probably saying, if I'd only said it was an accident, if I'd only done this, if I'd only never gone on that boat, if I'd only done this. It's interesting because you said the point about Rebecca making that comment to him, like if he'd still been alive, he'd reconcile with you. But for someone like Nikki, from what I've seen, Mm. I feel like that actually just added another thing to his list of what Mm. if. Yeah. Like what if he was alive, would he have? Where maybe he had come two terms with the fact that his brother was alive. He had a family. Like, that's why he said, he goes, it was too hard. It hurt too much because he finds out first that his brother's dead. 
And then I think even Rebecca adding that, I know for me, just because I overthink a lot, I would have just been like, what if? Would he have? Or like I'm sure his whole life he had accepted that his brother didn't want to be a part of his life, that his brother thought he was responsible for the death, that there was never going to be a clear understanding of what happened. But Rebecca saying that just kind of threw in like a bunch of question marks. Like, what if? Yeah, I guess that's that's an interesting point, too. I feel like there's so many different points that we could really carry around, and that's why I wasn't disappointed with this episode, because even though it was just very two-topicked, yeah. I felt like they there are so many different layers to it. Yeah. Um, of even the interaction, like, the way Randall and Kate process that Nikki is alive, like, Randall was like, listen, I've got a family and kids at home. I gotta, I gotta get home for dinner. And then Kate's like, I have a doctor's appointment. And then Kevin really just like laying it in thick on like, this is our, our uncle. This is the last piece of dad that we have. And I, it almost felt like maybe you guys saw a different perspective, but for me, it was like Randall and Kate have already come to terms to an extent of Jack's death. I think Randall has more so than anybody. Yeah. He found his brother or found his father. He found William. And then just he has like a solid nuclear family. He has Beth, everything. Kate's finally come to terms with him after like letting go of his ashes. She's got a baby on the way. She's got her husband. She's got Toby. She's got all of it. Toby and husband being the same person. (laughs) Um, But Kevin, I think, is just kind of like in limbo land. And he's come out of the fog of being out of drunkenness. I think that's why he can relate to him because he is also yeah. an addict. That he's what? He's an addict too. Yeah, yeah. And he had that Kevin had that side to him, which as we saw, ended up unraveling. So I think part of Kevin related to his uncle because he was also an addict. Their father was an addict, and he kind of sees him going through something, and it's almost like he can relate. Like in the scene where he walks out of the room, yeah, where it was like too much for him to handle. I feel like it was. It's just taking him back himself, mm. which as we saw, it literally took him back. Yeah. And just said about what you were saying with um, Kate and Randall, I, I'm sorry, I'll go that to, to you too, but um, I saw, I understand they have their own lives. They have, a, Kate has a baby on the way. Randall has a whole family. But I still, I said this like a thing two weeks ago. I still don't get why they're so detached from this uncle. He is still their uncle they, that I get they it. didn't know they had. Um, and it's still like a part of their father that they miss and love. And like even Rebecca said, I see like his eyes in you. I'm surprised they didn't point that out. And I just don't get how they're so like, well, I mean, it was great meeting you, but bye. Never see you again. Who are these people? Who, how is this Kate? Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I I have a really big family. I rarely see some of my cousins. But listen, I if I called them in a heartbeat, like, we don't even really know that. Sorry, I love you all. <laughs> we don't know each other that well. Like, every time I get to see them, like, we're re-getting to know each other because it's been so long. Mm-hmm. But I know in a heartbeat, they'd be like, where are you at? I got you. Like, I'm coming to get yeah. you. Just because it's blood. Yeah. It it does boggle my mind that they're just like, eh, we're good. Yeah. To eh. a, I mean, to a certain degree, Randall said something that is, because I, I was on the same page as you. Was, uh, this doesn't make sense. Randall obsesses over everything. Mm-hmm. Kate's very emotional when it comes to her father. And Kevin called that out, too, on Randall. He did. Mm-hmm. He's like, your captain, save everybody. And then all of a sudden, you want to save nobody. Um but in the scene where they went to the house after, that's what didn't make sense to me. And I was on the same page as you. I was like, okay, so you it, you want to remember enough to go back to the old house, but yeah. you have a living sibling. And then Randall made that comment, which kind of made me think, okay, but it still didn't make sense to me. Randall goes, well, I'm sure there's a reason why dad didn't want us to be in touch oh, with yeah. them. 
So mm. from a logical standpoint, you would say, if my father was willing to lie to his wife, lie to his kids, there must be a reason why. But they heard this story. They heard that there was a misunderstanding that Jack thinks that he was actually responsible. There was never that clear communication. Unless they think he's lying, which I don't think they think he's lying. So I, I agree with you. Like that kind of detachment, especially for those two characters, like that's actually something that Kevin would do. Yeah. Like I feel like Kevin yeah. would be the detached one. And then those two are the more like emotionally driven ones when it comes to their dad. Maybe it is because of their dad. Maybe they don't want to take him off that pedestal. And by realizing and recognizing that he completely like ostracized his brother makes him less of their hero. That's so sad, especially if they it know is sad. that the situation. I mean, he's still responsible for what happened to that kid in Vietnam, but yeah. It wasn't intentional. No. And not to harp on this more, but Randall knows how important it was to be all alone because his father, William, was all alone. And how he was even like, I shouldn't, I should stay in my own place. He didn't want to go back to his own place. It was a whole battle with William and Randall. So he understands that. And he just is quick to give up on his uncle. It just really is bothering me, but... Yeah, no, it bothered me a yeah. lot. But before we go into the conversation about Nikki and Rebecca, and then obviously the sequin fight, and we have a ton of news for you guys, so keep listening. We have a little announcement. So, hey, guys, before we move on to our next topic, which I know you guys want to hear, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we need to use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit the thumbs up button and subscribe to the little red box. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating because we love you guys and we're here for you. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Yeah, guys. Yes. You can go on Spotify. I love that it's on Spotify because I pay that $9 a month. So you better (laughs) believe that I'm using every single bit of it. And honestly, we read every single comment. We do. Every single... Sometimes you guys have way more insightful stuff to say than we do. Or you guys pick up pieces... Or correct us. Cause sometimes- Someone corrected me on the age and had it broken down, and I'm so thankful because they had all the birthdays lined up. Oh, oh, yeah. It was beautiful. I can't remember who it was, so if you're listening right now, please comment and be like, it was me, it was yes, me. Thank because- you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was really, really bothering me. Yeah. Like, it, I, it took it, me it like a helpful. good 20 minutes yeah. during the episode of like, that's not the right age. <laughs> I want the right age. But it was right. In the end, it was It was. Right. You guys yes. were fantastic. Thank you so much. I mean, we got to trust the writers here. Yeah. But sometimes, you never, you never know. know. I mean, things slip in these writing rooms. Who knows? My other thing about Nikki and Rebecca, that was a heavy conversation. And even the lead up of being like, I think it's time that you and I talk. Mm-hmm. Those words are never. But the fact that she just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, Yeah, she's just like, "Hi, I'm here. Hello." But the talk wasn't anything like I expected. She was doing resting bitch face. I'm angry. Like she was doing like a that pout. Well, because and then she was just like, "Tell me about Jack as a kid." I thought it was gonna be like he lied. Why didn't you come around? I thought she was gonna be angry with Nikki, but she was more like, "Just talk to me about." Well, she's seventy five years old. I know, but she was making the angry faces. So I, I was like, in the whole, we need to talk. That's never a good thing. But like, I thought she could have said like, "I have so many questions I have to ask you. Do you like, do you mind?" But she was like, "We need to talk." And then she was really sweet. Well, she said it best. She said, "Am I gonna argue with somebody that's not here? I'm gonna be upset with somebody that's not here." And I'm, she knows it's not Nikki's fault. Yeah. It was Jack's fault. Jack didn't want... I mean, I just... 
it really would make me wonder if your entire relationship you're with somebody and they had such an open and loving relationship and he just like lied to you about something so big i'm not judging him for it i understand why he did it but i really feel for rebecca in this episode i do too i mean again like she's still in love with him madly in love with him and like that alone the moment when she said you have his eyes and she just stood there and stared like could you imagine staring into like the eyes that are so close, the yeah. closest thing to your husband's, and you haven't looked into those eyes in over 20 years. She said that. She said, this is the first time that I'm in the room, the same room as somebody else that knows yeah. more about Jack than I do. That gives me chills. I know. Like, I In that moment, so I thought I might have a tissue. My mic sounded weird. I thought I might have a tissue moment in that moment, because I put myself in Rebecca's shoes, and mm. I thought, that has to be such a profound moment to see his eyes and, and have this glimpse of a connection of Jack once again after so long, it made me it did give me the chills too. I think she dealt with it as much as she could. Like I feel like her resting face <laughs> B face. B face. Her resting B face, because y'all know what that is, um was appropriate because you're still processing all of it. Like this man, your husband's been dead for 20 years. You were with him for what? Like 20 years yourself? Yeah. Like you guys were married for a while. Like that you've known nothing about this man for almost 40 years of your lifetime and then all of a sudden he exists. Like and he's I the reason your husband has been lying right. to you. So I would be hesitant too. Like you still yeah, you're mad at your husband, but you obviously trusted him with your life. If he kept something from me, I would hope that there was reason enough for him to keep it from me. And obviously the kids had a different perspective because Nikki did explain that it was an accident. But So did Rebecca and you too. He said, yeah, she Rebecca said he did. explained it or Kevin did. Yeah, or the, kids, the kids or the kids explained it to him. So like she's coming from the perspective of like knowing that it was an accident, but like yeah. Still, I feel like you would want to make sure your husband was justified in his decisions. And then, like, trying to have a conversation. Yeah. But then him insulting Kevin. Yeah. That was a little unnecessary. Very that unnecessary. was coming from hurt. Yeah. And and fear. I think he just wanted anything to... He's to like, push him away. Yeah, push them away. He's like, they will not leave me alone. This will definitely do it. Yeah. And it's still... It's so sad. Yeah. It kind of worked. Rebecca did walk away. Yeah. And, and good for her that to not say anything back. She just gets up and she's like, mm. "Not gonna well, talk guys, about my kid." Did <laughs> you guys understand that? Like Jack literally just died for him. Yeah, like this entire time he thought Jack was alive. He so just it's, it's, oh, he just still, died to him. Yeah, I was like, just died for him. How did he die? For uh, that uh, makes like like a, yeah. according, according to, to him. him. <laughs> yeah, like, according to him, he just died. They've had yeah. twenty plus years of his their dad being Processing dead. Processing it. Oh. He just found out his brother died. And he's thinking my brother died without me knowing that I wasn't responsible. Yeah, that, oh, that's. I honestly feel bad for Nikki. I feel so bad for Nikki. I feel bad for everybody, but especially Nikki. And Kevin. And Rebecca. All parties involved. Yes. We feel for you. Yeah. Um, I guess we can, do we have any more we want to talk about Nikki, obviously? No, nothing with Nikki. I think moving on to the the sequence story, I think it's important that they had that sequence story going throughout the whole episode and why it's important. Just because we were talking about how Randall and Kate kind of seem to be, this is um, their defense mechanism, kind or of letting... associated. Yeah. Um, but however, I feel like the sequence story shows otherwise. The, the sequence story is their answer. It's like, yes, Jack 
had bad things happen. He wasn't always perfect, but the good always outweighed the bad. And mm. I think that's what is happening with the sequence story, and that's what's happening now with Nikki. Like, yes, this is profound, this is crazy, but it's always been his good has always outweighed his bad. So I think that's like the correlation yeah. in a way. Also, the cool thing is, is that wait, so Jack's not perfect? <laughs> he's not. Are we sure? Dumb. Yeah. I mean, he's okay, pretty, fine. He's, he's pretty close. He's very like scarily close. Yeah. But it's interesting too. Have you guys ever had like this moment in your life where it reminds you of like a flashback and like you relive a moment? Like you're trying to figure out your timeline. Does that make sense? Like I feel like that's what was happening because Rebecca had that moment of Nikki saying something about him going and showing the picture and he was like, I've seen all of you. She's like, I remember that weekend specifically. Yeah. And knowing that something was off. And then by her having that moment of realization, then that led into the sequence story right. of it being the same weekend of like, oh my gosh, I remember that it was that weekend and what happened that weekend. And like, I think it kind of brings back to life Jack a little bit because you remember the stories associated like yeah. around him. I wonder how many times she's done that throughout her life. Something will remind her of Jack and like takes her back because that's all she has. Ooh. I know. Like a song, a place, a picture, a, smell. a memory. Mm-hmm. Poor Miguel. He's always he's always gonna be second best. She loves Miguel. Yeah. I believe that, but he will always be second. I think he knows that. He yeah, knows that. yeah. He's comfortable with it. He's like, I'm fine. I still got her. It's okay. But, but it's I feel like, like this opened up something for her that's like now kind of taking her back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, what did you guys think of the sequence story and like the the journey with Jack and Randall and Kate? I thought it was so interesting because, like you were saying, growing up with siblings, you have the same experience, but you see it differently. I'm the youngest out of three, and I always saw things like the happiest of times when, like, my siblings would be like, no, this was actually a really tough time for us. And I just always thought it was age, but they're all the same age. So I just realized, so this could be happening to siblings that are similar, close in age, maybe twins. And it's just humans it's just how people digest things it's not exactly age and how old you are to remember it clearly it's how you process it's just how you process things so it was that was cool to me it's funny i was having this conversation with my sister and she said that that's why because she looked this up like if my sister and i get in an argument my older sister we literally will tell two different stories because everything's your perspective your opinion and obviously you're going to push your own opinion usually and then she, it said online something about that's why like when cops and like when something happens like an incident happens an accident uh, someone dying, something, they'll ask everybody around because yeah. they'll use together every single story to kind of piece it together. And so the sequence was, it was just so interesting. And I thought to myself, you know, that goes hand in hand with like Randall's anxiety because he always had the problem with um, being super anxious is he saw the negative side to it. And we have Kate who saw the positive side to him was like, oh my God, that was the best day ever. And remember there's like sequence everywhere. Very interesting. It is. I mean, it really hits home when you're, you're talking about siblings in the regards of like perspective mm-hmm. and age yeah. and all of that. But like, I think maybe Randall had already had a different scenario because he saw his dad working out in the the um, garage. I guess yeah. it was in the garage. I don't he know. He was able to sense his angst. Yeah, okay. you could feel the energy. And I think Kate kept far enough away. And maybe it also has to do with female versus male mm-hmm. and I, I don't know but and, and not to get too psychological in here with it but like I know if my dad ever reprimanded me that I like shut it off and like I pretended it didn't happen 
just because yeah. I was a daddy's girl daddy's growing girl. up. So I never wanted him to be angry with me. So anytime that he would be, I would just like block it out. Like we would deal with it and go on and like block out any, yeah. anytime he was ever angry at me. And maybe that's Kate, what Kate was doing. She was using that moment to like yeah. overshadow. Cause he did yell specifically at Kate, not at Randall. Mm-hmm. He's like, I told you one thing, clean up, do this. Why did you not do this? And he never yells at Katie mm-hmm. girl. And so for her to cover that up, she had to make sure that like something was happy. Yeah. And Jack had to make sure that something was happy. He's a yeah. really good dad because, I mean, not that my mom's not a great mom, but I was going to say, like, if she yelled at me, because they did make a mess. I mean, the yeah. mom said, make sure you don't make a mess. They made a mess. They should get yelled at. But he felt so bad that he yelled at them that he goes and plays a game. My mom would be like, yeah, clean up. <laughs> like, yeah. you Goodbye. made a mess. Yeah, yeah. bye. <laughs> clean. Thank you. Every last drop. So I thought, I'm like, oh, Jack, he's great. Even when he doesn't have to be. Oh. He always goes him. above and beyond. And also, I adored that little girl, side note, that yeah. lived in that house. She's like, do you want to see my room? Yes. Like, how cute is that? And, like, to go back into the house, and it still looks so much the same. Yeah. Also, are they allowed to do that? Maybe. Rebuild a house with the structure after it's been burnt? Yeah. That, I mean, that it happened. was the exact same frame. Well, some things were different. They were like, oh, there's a fireplace that wasn't there. Some things were different, they said. Or that, they even said, like, some area wasn't there before. So, so right. changes. But these people just let other people just walk into their house. And I, I, I was confused I about that. Also, when they're and arguing the right in a conversation about. <laughs> yes. And arguing. They get to your argument. And then the poor woman's like, we um actually have to go <laughs> in a few some moments. Steak. So, do you mind? <laughs> All I kept thinking is, please, God, don't say my dad pretty much died here. Please, God, don't say my dad pretty much died here. Well, my dad died because of the fire. I was waiting for the little girl to be like, why did you move? Yeah. There was a fire. I thought they were ah! going to say it. I, I thought so, too. It. It's weird. I Like a year ago, I drove by the house that we grew up in, mm. and I don't know why we did it, but literally just even driving by it kind of like took me back. And so I can see why Randall and Kate wanted to go in there. But what threw me off, is, as I said earlier, is they wanted to connect with their dad. They wanted to go to the place to feel the memories, to remember the sequence party. But they have a living part of Jack. It is like a part of Jack. I know. It's so weird. Like, Rebecca isn't a part of Jack. Rebecca is just Rebecca. I know that they were soulmates and they loved each other, yeah. but they're that's not a part of Jack. It's only Kevin and Kate, pretty much. You would think that at least Kate would want to know. Like, Randall... I can see where he's the more logical one, and he's, he made that comment about, well, if Dad didn't want us to, you know, yeah. as I said earlier, to meet with them, but it just, it, it was, I was missing, like, a, a puzzle piece somewhere right there. Yeah. Like, you don't want the living sibling, but you want to drive back to the house that's not even really the house anymore to yeah. reminisce on the sequence party. Yeah. Weirdest thing ever. And then uh, we've almost, we did forget one part before we move on to our news and predictions and our special segment, which we're missing the tissues tonight, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> There's no tissue moments anyways for me. Yeah, I had, I had like none. I had one. I saw you. I'm like, dude, cause cause you cry about anything. Yeah. <laughs> I cry about all of it. Like, listen, I, I cried at a Geico commercial the other night, <laughs> so it's fine. But either way. I definitely... <laughs> Use your sleeve. Yeah. Okay, I'll use a sleeve. But we forgot about Kevin. I was going to talk about that, the the baseball card. I didn't quite understand what the point of that oh, scene was. Oh, I wasn't was. talking about that, but oh. sure, we could talk yeah, about baseball card, too. I was thinking something completely different. <laughs> I mean, that was a fundamental part of the sequence party is, is when the guy came up and remembered Explained. her son and said, 
he thought I might be traded. So because I might be traded, he told me about some place that I could play pool. I thought that was kind of interesting because we don't see that side of Kevin at all at that I age. I think we do. I think it was to and show I, that he's yeah. thought he's more thoughtful that he has this facade that he's just like he lets on. Got, yeah, and I've always thought that Kevin was insecure. Yeah, like always thought that, and so for me, like it just reaffirms that like he's he's really soft hearted and he puts on a hard shell exterior. Of course, baby boy. Yeah, he's so cute. What did you guys think was the disconnect when he was calling his girlfriend to like Zoe? I, yeah, I couldn't figure out was when he called Zoe. Was that before he started drinking in the trailer or Literally after? Literally right before. So he called. He saw the bottle and he was like, "I'll call you back." And then he sat down and took a drink. Ouch. Yeah. So now on top of it, he's broken his sobriety. Which do you think that he'll continue? I guess that can go to predictions. We can yeah. talk about that later. But I really. I, I feel really bad for Nikki, but I also feel just as equally bad for Kevin. Like, mm. he's he's flown all the way to Vietnam yes. to find out about his father, comes upon an uncle, like, saves his uncle from killing himself. He's just newly sober. He just got back together with his girlfriend, and she just finally decided to start unpacking her boxes. Yeah. Like, your siblings aren't wanting to help with the uncle. Your mom is getting answers and, like, connecting and having, like, the small little memories of your dad when he was young. Your dad like, lied to you his whole life. Yeah, there's so many different things that, like, I can only imagine wanting to do that. But then, like, he looks so heartbroken yeah. that he did it because didn't, it's like a disappointment. Did you guys see how he was drinking that bottle? He Gosh, was going in. I'm like, how do you even do it? That's I mean, just a shot is a lot for me. He was just like it was ju- like it. apple juice. I think it was. Lord, I think it actually not was. Not even, but even that's do an ugly face after. Like he just like no, he did. He went. Gosh, my mic. So oh, that, yeah, he, so that scene because they kept flashing and then going back to the sequence party. That scene in the car where his mom's like, "I'm so proud of you." That was after his drunk capades the night before. That was yes. not the night before. That was like the day, the same yeah. day. He so drank he drank up. after the car ride or before the car ride? Before the car ride. So the the, the car, car ride ride's the on the way of, home. Yeah, the they're leaving Nikki. So how did his mom not see him come back intoxicated? Because there was time when Nikki went and they were filling up the holes yeah. in the ceiling. And maybe he wasn't That's drunk the timeline. because he is an alcoholic, so maybe he can actually hold his alcohol. Like, so, I, I would yeah. be like... Probably in the also, hospital, it's but pro- and I'm sure that Nikki noticed it too. Oh, I'm yeah. surprised that they did not show a shot of him looking at the bottle. Yeah, or smelling it on him, and, or smelling and like recognizing, it or like, mm. you know. I thought also that I bet Kevin you would tell him. Out. You think what? I think Nikki will reach back out because he'll see it and be like, "Son, do you we're think getting you have into something?" To like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. But do we want to go? There, yeah. Do we want to go yeah, and do our? There's no tissue moment. Well, let's do our new stuff before okay. we do predictions and tissue. Do, do quick. Do quickly. After after Buzz TV. Dun, dun, dun. So, a couple of things. First of all, congratulations to the This Is Us cast. We haven't been on since the SAG Awards, but guys, our friends won a SAG Award for second year in a row. Second year in a row for outstanding ensemble cast for a drama series. We're gonna pull up a video for um in just a second. We're gonna pull up a video. Oh, oh, fantastic. That's... We don't have a video for no. you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we thought we had a video for you. Either way, if you guys want to hop on over to um, YouTube, we can. this is a different video completely. Maybe we'll have a video clip for you next week of them winning the SAG Awards. But 
I was lucky enough to go to cover the awards uh, through AfterBuzz TV. So thank you to AfterBuzz TV for sending me there. But I did get to interview a lot of the kids of This Is Us. Um, and you can definitely hop on over to our Red Carpets channel on YouTube. And you can watch all of those there. You can comment, like, subscribe, and let me know what you thought of the little ones. Uh, we had some really interesting conversations with Tess and with Deja and with little bitty Kate. It was great. And then I got to be in the press room and listen to them do their acceptance speech and uh they were just all so heartfelt and so incredibly happy and overwhelmed as they should be uh but they were absolutely wonderful and in other news on top of it um lena wasn't able to come i'm so sorry because you missed out on a fun time but paris and danny and i got to go to that was her saying, we got to go to the set. Thank you, because that wasn't English. <laughs> we got to sit on the piercing couch and walk in the house. It was incredible. It was such an awesome moment. You got to talk to everybody, too, didn't you? Yes. But uh, was there sequence on the floor? No. no. But, but there was old 90s memorabilia everywhere. It was awesome. What are those? It was the original Nintendo. Was the Nintendo? Is that the? Yeah, it was. Yeah, the original Nintendo. They had um, comic books. They had old magazines. Old magazines. It smelled like the 90s. Yeah. Oh, it's, it totally smelled did. Smelled like the 90s. We man. went upstairs to find out that on set, there really is no upstairs. There's just a <laughs> stair leading to nowhere. <laughs> yes. But was the tea warmer that caused the fire there? No. no the crock pot was the gone. Crock pot. It was a crock pot. It was, was a crock pot. It was a crock pot, yeah. And it was in there. We looked everywhere for it. Everyone that was a topic of conversation is like, where's the crock pot? Yeah. That thing would have got so many selfies. So oh gosh, many. I would have totally done a selfie with it. They did have the um, height chart. Yeah. And they had this, the amount of detail that they went into for this is incredible. Like they even had their address for the Pearson home. They had photos, they all mail, their childhood photos, mail, mail um, all of it was there. So you guys can go and hop on over to either of our Instagrams, which we'll give you those in a little bit. I have a, um, one of those little stories that lives oh, on the page. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, how do I? Highlight. A highlight. Yes. I have a highlight. <laughs> Circle. That's the first one that says this is us, and you can watch all the way through. We did get to talk to all the cast members, and next week, um, that was the episode we got to watch, was the Bethany episode, Bethany, yeah. where we get to find all about Beth. Um, so we'll show a couple. Thank well, God, we'll, by the way. Yeah. Right? Three seasons, And you will not be disappointed. Will not be disappointed. I'm sorry. I really like hitting the table for emphasis, okay? <laughs> Lena doesn't we, like we it. We need to quickly get into predictions. We're almost running out of time. Yes, okay. I'm sorry, but yes, you'll have audio clips next week. Okay, and going on to predictions. And now, oh, since I said I have to start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was really going strong on the set visit. I was I loving know, every minute. So, uh, I just know we're you running out of time. Oh, fine. Lord, <laughs> do I really have to start? I, don't, yeah. I didn't really have one. Oh, gosh. Lena. Yeah, Lena, go, Take go. Take it away. I, okay, so I don't really have a prediction, but I obviously predict that in terms of Beth, um, we find out that her mom holds her back because she thinks that she doesn't have a future as a ballerina, and that ultimately what Beth finds out that she wants to do what she loves is be a ballerina teacher, which we already know that because we've had a flash forward, but um, I think we're going to dive deep into her relationship with her mom, and it's not going to be a good one. She looks like right. she's coming in to like... right. I mean, me and Candace can't really talk. We already we've saw seen the that. episode. <laughs> oh. But I will try to have a different prediction from what we already saw. Yes. Um, I think it's going to be the end of Zoe and Kevin. Just because <gasps> I think his, I think this alcohol thing is not going to just be, you know, one whiskey thing and done. I think it's gonna he's going to spiral out of control. 
Zoe's gonna be like, you know what? I can't handle this. She already has a crazy background, and I think it's just gonna not gonna be a happy ending for them. Mm. Yeah. I don't like these predictions <laughs> on either. I think that maybe in that sense, that there will be a little bit of a spark of Kevin going back to his alcoholism. But I think it's because it kind of like opened up the wound of why he originally mm. had the the issue, which was dealing with his father's death. So I'm, you know, I'm hoping that it's just a little of a hiccup, and then he's gonna go back to being sober. I, I mean, I hope because he did look completely devastated that I think he's going to use that to propel him forward. Too. Embarrassed, I think he by fixing maybe by fixing the the ceiling. I don't know. Maybe this is a stretch. I'm hoping that this will be like an outlet for him. Because his father used to do things like handyman stuff that was along those lines. So maybe he'll find that love and we'll just put all of his efforts. Like, I feel like he'll become obsessive over that. I'm just going to take that route. Okay. Probably not accurate, but it's a good hope rather than a devastating hope that I normally come up with (laughs) because I normally come up with the darkest stuff. Do you guys think if his siblings hadn't left, if Randall and Kate had left, he would have gotten to that level? Yeah, still, I think he would have. I think he would have, yeah. I think yeah. he would have went back to his hotel and probably, yeah. Yeah, even if they weren't around, it may not have been at the tra- trailer. I think it would have been somewhere. Yeah. I think he would have done something because it was that, like, too too much information. Um, as for other predictions, it's really hard. I don't think this is the last we're going to see of Nikki. I think Nikki... Um, Nikki's moving up- in. I think he'll come back. I think him and Kevin will end up developing a relationship because they didn't really say goodbye. They said, hopefully I'll see you again soon. I think Nikki will process it and be like, you know what? Like I may not have been able to say anything to my brother, but maybe Kevin's the closest piece to my brother that I can still have that I can be a mentor. I think he'll see the bottle on the table and be like, that's it. Um, As for predictions for next episode, just stay tuned because it's an amazing episode and it was really really good so uh that pretty much wraps it up guys thank you so much for joining us as always we love you all uh continue commenting liking and subscribing um we love seeing all of your comments below every single week and can't wait to talk about next week's episode because it's a great one so stay tuned you can follow me on all my social media at candace r cruz and i'm lena nori you can find me everywhere at lena nori Hey guys, I'm Paris Rose. You can find me everywhere at Paris Rose with two R's. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.